Hello and a big warm welcome back to the Korean Beauty Show podcast for another week. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, the founder of Style Story, your online destination where you can shop, learn, and explore the world of Korean skincare. And of course, I'm also your guide to what is going on here on the ground in Seoul, South Korea. So for this week, oh my gosh, there is a lot going on. I have so many different news headlines for you. So let's jump straight into it. The first one is that a lot of Korean beauty brands here are jumping in on the dyed shampoo trend. So if you're not familiar with this, and I didn't even realize there was a name for it, to be honest, but what we're talking about here is the kind of shampoos and conditioners that you can use to actually deposit color into your hair. Now, I've used non-Korean ones before when I've had, uh, you know, fashion colors put in my hair, pinks and things like that, uh, because if you've ever had a dye like that put in your hair, you'd probably know that they wash out really quickly. Uh, so unless you're going back to the salon every kind of two, three weeks, quite often you end up with this really faded color that wasn't probably the color that you really loved at the beginning. So this is also a trend for anti-aging shampoos here in Korea. So color depositing shampoos are being used here for people that have, say, gray roots coming through, or maybe they've dyed it a slightly different, darker shade or lighter shade rather that's not the same shade as their hair. So they're actually using a shampoo to deposit color in between trips to the salon. So this has been really, really popular. The first brand that sort of came out with this concept and launched the market was a brand called Moda Moda. Uh, there's actually a giant ad for this like just around the corner from me at the moment. It's very popular. We mentioned this brand earlier this year because it contained, it was using an ingredient that the Ministry for Drug and Food Safety came out and said, we don't want people using that anymore. And that was the key ingredient that they were actually using to cover grayness and roots and things like that. So the ministry came out and said, look, the EU has already banned this ingredient. We're going to ban it here in Korea. And there was a lot of speculation about what that would do to the company. Basically, what they did is just went away and changed their ingredient to something else. So they're using a, an ingredient that is approved in Korea. Uh, but in the meantime, a lot of other companies have sort of cottoned on to this idea and thought, you know, this is really good. There's obviously a market for this. People are looking for these kind of products. So the competition in this dyed shampoo market is actually intensifying. Uh, large companies are getting in on it. Lots of small and medium brands are as well. Uh, and apparently they're saying that it's not just middle-aged people that are interested in like managing their gray hairs, but a lot of people in what they're calling the MZ generation You'll hear this a lot in Korea, MZ, it's millennial and Z or Z generation put together. I don't really hear that those two being combined a lot outside Korea when I'm reading like foreign news. So I don't know if this is just like a Korean thing. I'm thinking maybe yes. You guys will have to let me know if in your region of the world, in your country, are people referring to M and Z, M and Z together? I don't know, but I hear it a lot. So they are also really interested in these kind of products. So Korean companies are putting out more of these dyed shampoos. 
it is still in its early stage. So I, for one, am kind of hanging out till we get to the point where they've got all of the different fashion colors because they're so popular in Korea at the moment. Everyone is doing pinks and purples. I've seen some really beautiful blue colors that people are doing. So there's definitely people that would buy products like that in different colors if they existed. But at the moment, it looks like they're mainly just focusing on browns and blacks and things like that. And in terms of how these products actually work, which you may be curious about. So there are two main methods. The first one is an oxidization method, and that basically produces a browning effect through oxidization uh, to turn the hair brown. The other way that it's being done is using a coating method. So that is the one that darkens the gray roots by coating the hair with like a different color. So that's probably more akin, more similar to the root sprays. Uh, If you ever use them, if you also get roots coming through, or even if you've just dyed your hair a different color, like at some stage, your natural roots come through. Uh, And I think it's L'Oreal that makes a pretty decent root spray. But of course, it's not permanent. So you spray it on your hair and, you know, if you touch up against anything, if you put clothes on over the top, it will get on your clothes and it can be a little bit of a bugger to get out. Uh, So this is, I guess, a little bit more of a semi-permanent way to do it is actually through this color depositing. So that is a trend. People are jumping onto it and that hit the headlines this week with a whole bunch of different products uh, that are on entering the market market basically. So if you've got black or brown hair, keep an eye out for these. They may start filtering through overseas. I'm not sure. It probably depends on, you know, the ingredients uh, and any of the regulatory stuff that needs to be signed off on before they can enter a market overseas. But it's growing here on the ground. The next thing that I've noticed as I'm scrolling the news headlines is that all of the brands pretty much and the department stores at the moment are releasing their Chuseok specials and offers. Chuseok is one of our main holidays here in Korea. It is essentially Korean Thanksgiving. That's how people refer to it as. It doesn't have anything to do with American or Canadian Thanksgiving. It is all to do with the lunar calendar. So a lot of the festivals that we celebrate here in Korea have their roots in, you know, the dynastical period and, you know, back in the days when Korea used to be a farming and agricultural society. So a lot of, you know, the success or failures of the people of the country depended on a good harvest. So this is basically to give thanks for a good harvest uh, at the beginning of autumn. It's one of my favorite times of the year here, but it's also a huge uh, commercial holiday as well. So lots of offline stores in Korea are advertising events, uh, basically just things designed to get people spending. I've noticed that nearly every major brand here is doing a press release, advertising their offers and things like that. So it's that time of the year uh, for the people that are living here. uh, You know, you will probably already have seen that stuff around on the ground. It's not the best time to visit Korea, I will say. Um, I have made the mistake in the past of trying to travel during Chuseok. Obviously, most Koreans, the reason it's such a bad time to travel is because 
people go back to their hometown at this time. So if you're not from Seoul, you're traveling back to the province where you came from or where your family is and you spend it there together with them. So I obviously don't have and neither does my husband have any family in Korea. So we don't need to travel anywhere. We can kind of just stay put. Uh, And I made the mistake only once of trying to travel in Chuseok and it was just a disaster. I definitely would not recommend it. yeah, it's just, it's impossible to get train train tickets, you know, you're fighting people for it. If you, even if you end up on a bus, you will be stuck in traffic. Uh, a lot of stuff is closed. So if you go to another city, uh, you'll notice that a lot of the restaurants and things like that aren't even open. And that's because people are on holidays. People are taking the, a break with their family. So in general, this time of the year, flights and everything get really expensive. Even trying to leave Korea at this time of the year, again, I made that, that mistake another time. I uh, wouldn't recommend that either. It's just a good time to stay put if you're not Korean. Um, And the the bonus, I guess, is that the city of Seoul is not as packed. Uh, The traffic is usually a little bit better. So yeah, Thanksgiving is coming up soon which means that the weather is cooling down as well. This is my favorite time of the year. So I, for one, am stoked about it. The other thing I noticed is that Blackpink's Rosé has been announced as the brand ambassador for Solvasu. So Solvasu is an Amore Pacific brand, but it is one of their more expensive heritage brands. So the journey, I guess, or the history of Solvasu, if you're not familiar with it, is that they started out doing Camellia oil, and that was made and sold uh, by the mother of some of the people that eventually sort of, you know, really took over the company. And they have produced to celebrate, you know, this new brand ambassadorship. They've produced a short film, uh, and it basically showcases Solasu's major historical moments, uh, you know, the company's milestones. And it's called From 1932 to You. So if you're a Blackpink fan, go and check that out. Uh, Zolosu makes really, really beautiful products. We have uh, one up on the Style Story website, their first activating serum. That is probably the product that they are most famous for. Uh, But again, a little bit more pricey because it is one of these heritage brands uh, with, you know, luxury marketing around it and whatnot. But go and check that out if you are a Blackpink fan. Now, the other thing that literally slid across my desk this morning was that apparently Glow Recipe is exploring a sale. They're working with Goldman Sachs and they're looking at a sale somewhere between 400 to 500 million, which congratulations to them. That is pretty crazy. They started their brand in 2014 uh, and they started selling in Sephora in 2017. Apparently, they've most recently done around 80 million in revenue. Uh, So that was being reported in Bloomberg. So stay tuned. It looks like a sale for Glow Recipe may be on the horizon. Uh, Obviously, the founders are Korean-American and the products up until now have been manufactured here. Uh, So, you know, technically, falls into the K-beauty space. So that one I got sent literally a couple of hours before I was recording. So I thought I would sneak that in there for this week. 
Now, let's take a look at some of the new K-beauty releases that are up on the Style Story website at the moment, and we've got a few more hair care products. I know that this was one that people were really asking for. Uh, we've had so many people reach out and ask about Korean hair care. Can we get uh, more products? Can we expand our range? So we have added two new products from a brand new brand. The brand is called Nine Less. Uh, so N I N E and then space less nine less. Uh, and the two products that we have are magic nine fill up silk hair treatment and their daily hair essence. So I'll run through both of them. The leave in treatment, the silk hair treatment, that one has silk aminos and it repairs damaged hair. It protects it from heat, strengthens and reduces hair breakage. Uh, so this has got, uh, if you're, if you're not a fan of like the floral fragrances, then you will be happy. Oh, sorry. If you are a fan, you'll be happy to know that it does have floral fragrances, uh, but it's an allergen free one. And some of the key ingredients in, in addition to the silk aminos are sea buckthorn extract. That's one of my personal favorites. I really, really like it. Uh, and this is just going to be a nice product. If you are the per- kind of person that uses a lot of styling, perming, heating products, uh, because obviously they're just no good for the hair. Unfortunately, I know sometimes we can't help but use them, but if you're looking for a product that will improve the condition of your hair while you're using those sorts of things, then this is a good one. The second one is their hair essence. So a lot of people don't realize that we use hair, hair essences as well. Essence is not just for the face in K-Beauty. There are lots of products that are designed to basically lock in moisture, repair dull, damaged hair. This one has five different natural oils and ceramides as well. So the oils include things like argan oil, the camellia oil, which K-Beauty is really famous for. So if you're after some hair care products, go and check out Nine Less on the Star Story website at the moment. And the good news I have for you is that these are actually going to be our Testers Club products for our next round of Testers Club. So the emails will be going out sometime this week. So make sure you're on our newsletter list if you would like to be included in this round. Uh, We'd love to have you, particularly if you were one of the people asking about hair care products. Now, over onto some of the new K-Beauty reviews that have been left on the Star Story website. The first one was a five-star review for AHC's Eye Cream for Face. So this is a bit of a unique product in that they've tried to capture the... I guess key parts of an eye cream, but in a formula that can actually be used over your whole face and neck. That's what it is. If you've not heard of it before, this product is in Korea. It's called uh, like Kungmin uh, Tepum, uh, which is like the nation's product. Um, it basically that kind of denomination is given to something that pretty much everyone in Korea loves. So you will sometimes hear dramas referred to as like a kungmin drama, like everyone in the country has seen it is kind of the insinuation. This is one of those products. So our reviewer said, this eye cream works very well. The texture and applicator is a good size and feel. It makes your skin feel hydrated and soft. Eye bags and fine lines went away after a week. So thank you so much for sharing that review. Uh, the next one was a five-star 
five-star review for Apple B's Vitamin C Serum. And our reviewer said, another lovely serum. It seems really nice. I haven't found an Apple B product I haven't liked yet. I honestly cannot tell you how much we get that feedback. People are just like, I just don't think this company makes bad products. So there you go. Another favorite there. And another five-star review was for Subi's Powder Cleanser. Our reviewer said, as soft as a cloud. I love the Subi Powder Cleanser so much. I'm about to order a double dose soon, so I'll never run out of it. It's so gentle, foams like a cloud on my face. It's great to take on a trip as well. It's definitely on my packing list for my next trip. So thank you so much to everyone who shared their reviews on the website. Uh, If you would like to do the same, remember to log into your uh, rewards points accounts when you do it so that you can collect your points and then use them towards your next purchase. If you haven't already set up your rewards points account, uh, but you have shopped with us before, we have a record of all of the points that you have accumulated from, you know, purchases in the past. All you need to do basically is register your account and all of the details of your past orders will be there. So if you're kind of like, oh gosh, I didn't know there was any such thing, don't stress. We've got on the front page of our website, it looks like a gift or a present, a present box. If you click on that little green icon and open it up, it's got all the details you need to sign up for an account, how you can actually earn points, how you can redeem them and all of those good things. So go and check that out if you haven't already is a very generous rewards program. Oftentimes when I see orders coming through, I'm like, oh my God, that person cleaned up. So go and check it out. I promise you it is actually worth signing up for, unlike a lot of ones out there that just, you know, are more annoying than, you know, they are rewarding. I personally, I'm obviously biased, but I think ours is actually decent. And I'm a person that doesn't normally sign up for anything like that at the supermarket because I'm just like, nah, like, come on. If they're going to give me $20 every time I spend 20 grand, it's not really worth it. Ours is way better than that. So go and check it out. We've also had uh, a new review come through for the podcast. This is from Skin Honey who says, K-Beauty Obsessed. If you're a fan of K-Beauty, this is the best place to hear all about it without the TikTok vibes. So thank you very much. That's absolutely lovely. Uh, So guys, that is all I had for you. My recommendation for the week is that no matter where you are, I'm sure the weather will be changing. So get out and enjoy it. If you're coming out of winter in Australia, now is the time when the weather is like warming up a bit. It's a great time to get back outside. And the same thing if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, if you're like me and you're anywhere near Seoul or Korea, the weather is just starting to get really nice and refreshing. So I, for one, am taking every opportunity to get out of the house, go for a walk in the park uh, and just spend some time outside in nature before it gets too cold. Uh, Do the opposite if you are, you know, in a going from cold to hot before it gets too hot. Now is the time. The change of seasons is pretty much upon us. So I hope that you guys will have a great week until we talk again soon. 